This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Real Presence Live, coming at you today from the Fargo studio. My name is Tim Moser, your host. I'd like to thank Father Shannon Bouquet last half hour for being with us. He really did a great job of just talking about everything that's going on in the culture and how we can build that culture of life. And, you know, Roe, yes, is overturned. We have Dobbs. But a lot of work needs to be done to change hearts and minds and to help those in need. And one of the biggest things we can do is to just help those in need and just to be loving. You know, that's what we need. Speaking of being loving and helping those in need, I've got a friend of mine here. Steve Shones, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Tim. Great to be here. Hey, you betcha, Shonesy. Oh, that. <laughs> Sorry about. That. You made quite an entrance here. Tell us about that. Well, these well, chairs are a little higher than normal. Or? Yeah, because you know, coming to the studio here, and the table is probably about six feet tall, <laughs> at least. Well, not not that high, <laughs> but they're high chairs. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not the tallest guy in the world, <laughs> so I throw one leg up and. Uh, and you're finished up the last segment, and I, I thought you were going to lose it there because I, I took about a three or four step tumble. I caught myself, but uh, you, yeah, you held your composure. I got to give you credit. Well, you know, I, I was impressed. You showed that cat like quickness and balance, like from your cornerback days. You know, playing football. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that former was, deacon. That's right. See, that's, that's right. it. Teaching you all the all the things you need. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, tell our listeners a little about a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your position at the diocese. Well, Tim, uh, thank you so much for having me mm-hmm. here this morning. And and I, before I start, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the energy and the virtue and. Um, all the work that you do for our diocese, um, and it, it doesn't go unnoticed. And so uh, we're very blessed to have you. Praise be to God and, and my wife. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, Steve Shones. Mm-hmm. I've been with the Diocese of Fargo since 2011, uh, Director of Stewardship and Development for the Diocese, but I also have a title of president of our Catholic Development Foundation, Mm -hmm. which is a separate entity in itself. In essence, what my role is for our geographic diocese, the eastern half of North Dakota, is to help the bishop with any fundraising needs, mainly the God's Gift Appeal, our annual appeal, um, then our seminary and education appeal, um, a few events, one of which is coming up here, a golf tournament, um, Help parishes when they have a need for fundraising and, uh, you know, if they're doing a capital campaign or if they're trying to increase their offertory, what have you, I'm their resource. Now, on the other side of the, the foundation piece, we have about 500 different funds, endowment funds. A lot of them are scholarship funds for uh, Catholic schools across the diocese um, that are there just to support various programs and ministries. And so, yeah, it's a, a lot of spokes in the wheel of development and stewardship and, and uh, helping people do what they want to do with their philanthropic dollars. So true, you know, Stephen, you hit a couple of real great points there. I, I was amazed. I've been in an office a few times and we've chatted and you show me some, some of these charts and stuff. And one of the things that really amazes me and is really very thankful for is that when people have these needs, okay, it's like you said, we're, okay, we're going to build a church fundraising campaign, or how, how do we, how do we increase like participation of, of people in giving, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And it's great to have somewhere to go 
where you know you can help, and and I think that's great because you've helped in literally dozens, you know, of parishes of places to, you know, to, to maximize what they do. But you know, not just from a, a dollars and cents standpoint. As important as that is, you also form relationships, and I think that's a key as well. Well, it is, and you know, let's face it, uh, stewardship is a ministry. Mm-hmm. It's it's a call to discipleship, and uh, the, the practice of being tithing or Mm -hmm. or being a steward of our resources you know we're called you know to do that by Mm -hmm. jesus Mm -hmm. and so um if we're we're looking to have a life to live a christian life that's uh that's something that we're doing and uh so yeah i mean we are trying to increase participation but really what we're saying is we're just trying to invite more people into the the world of stewardship to live the life like Jesus has taught us. And, you know, really, people are looking for happiness. People are looking for joy. And I, I like to say it this way, right? God, God, it's all God's. He lets you keep 90%. I mean, that's, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> you know? well, that's pretty good, you know, and, 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 and that's just it. Uh, you know, happiness, um, how do you define that? Yeah. But, uh, you know, shoot uh, first fruits. If we, you know, I have not met anyone yet that has come to me and said, you know, I give first fruits. And it just bums me out. <laughs> and my life is just terrible. Yeah. You know, people say, hey, hey, you know, this is the way to go. I, if I knew that life was like this, I would have been doing this 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. It, it, it's so true. You hear story after story of people. When we give of ourselves, especially those first fruits, as you say, which is the first fruits of the morning in prayer, the first fruits of the morning to your family, the first fruits of, of your income. I mean, that's so key because that puts the priority. It basically says, I'm a steward. I'm not in control. I'm a steward. I'm uh, I'm trying to uh, manage this well because it's God's, and I, and I think that's key. And but you, I remember you telling me you've been impressed with the diocese of Fargo and how how much they are really helping and in giving first fruits and and helping the diocese. You know, we uh, and I hats off to Bismarck. I got my my colleague uh, Ron Schatz out in Bismarck uh, does the same uh, role as I do, mm-hmm. and we share. Um, Ideas and what have you. We've become very good friends. North Dakota, in comparison to the rest of the United States, other dioceses, and I believe there's 179 other dioceses. So this is two out of the 179. We pretty much lead the nation in participation of our annual appeals. So so I know Bismarck, they they boast about a 40 to 45 percent participation out of all the registered households. Mm -hmm. Uh, for us, it's about thirty-eight to forty. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very, very fortunate. Very fortunate, and uh, we got some very. Um, I, I think it reflects our Catholic community here in North Dakota that uh, people are engaged and uh, they're they're living their lives um, the way we're called to. Yeah, that's so true. And you know, we're just blessed. We're blessed with great bishops, great priests. You know, and it's just—I think the culture here, the Catholic culture here, is is, is quite strong. And, and you know, that culture of giving, that culture of helping others, and and that's wonderful. But you mentioned uh, a little bit about some of the uh, some of the resources and some of the foundations, some of the some of the things that your work goes to help. And there's just a myriad of them. And uh, and and it's a, well, for instance, I'll use a little example. Uh, the Respect Life Office, March for Life. I know that that would, that would, let's put it this way, that would not be possible if it weren't for your work and what you do. We take teens, you know, every year, well, okay, the COVID, but anyway, every year, we take them, and it's a pilgrimage. I love it. I mean, 
it, we, we have, you know, uh, one or two priests, you know, as, as our leaders. And it's just amazing. We go down for a week. It's a pilgrimage. We stay at a Franciscan monastery. You know, there's mass every day. There's holy hour at night. And, of course, we see, you know, everything in the government that we're supposed to. But we see it through different eyes. And it's amazing. Um, some of the people that I just talked to someone the other day who had gone on, you know, like five, ten years ago. They said, oh, my goodness. That was a life-changing you know, moment for him, life-changing trip for me because it really opened my eyes to what pilgrimage is, to what living a life for Christ is. And it's, so it's just one example. You know, that's a great point. And, and you know, um, it's not what I do. I, I really, I feel like I'm a conduit between some very generous people uh, and the ministries and the programs that, that we have, you know, at the diocese or if they're apostolates or what have you. So I'm just helping to bridge that gap. But you're 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 dead on. Um, you know, if people wonder, am I going to? Will this hundred dollars make a difference? Will this fifty dollars make a difference? Yes, it does. And I, I I'm privileged to have a front row seat to a lot of this stuff, just like the trips that you're talking about. Um, the one that sticks really out in my mind is you know like the search program. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, the search. You know, which is you know the retreats for weekend retreats for um, our high school aged or, mm-hmm. or latter. High school, school young adult, yeah, or young yep. adult, yep. yeah, and uh, the hearts that are changed, and 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 bringing these kids closer to their faith and understanding what you know their relationship to God is at that moment in their life and how that's gonna, you know, it's life changing, and uh, and it's and you see that with so many programs, mm-hmm. you know, even some that are not diocese programs like St. Gianna's Home up mm-hmm. in up in uh, Warsaw. Warsaw, yeah. Yeah, I tell you what. I mean, you, you hear story after story, you know, second, third, fourth hand. What I mean, the the difference that that is making, mm-hmm. and uh, in people's lives. Yeah. Absolutely. Even even the director. I was just talking with her the other day, and you know, she ended up through through God's grace ad- adopting one of these children that you know that the mom was un- unable to keep. I mean that. In a word, it's love, right? It's opening your heart to what God wants to do and helping people, however, however He has you, right in your family, right in your church, in your community, wherever it is. Really open in those hearts, and of course, you're, you're making it, helping make it available so that that people can do that, and, and that's a wonderful thing to see. Yeah, I tell you what, I, I, I don't know. If, are we going to time here? No, I, you, we got time. I, yeah, go I, for it. I got to tell you that. Yeah. I think that any ministry or program that receives funds through the, you know the diocese or otherwise or through the foundation likes to be in a proactive uh mode mm-hmm. and without donation without the generosity of donors mm-hmm. um you know that can't happen so you know that evangelization you know looking for ways to re-engage folks or bring people back to the faith or what or make their faith stronger where they're at um, is so critical, um, and uh, I, I, we're in a position in so many ways to be in that in that mode um, okay. instead of that reactionary where we have to cover the bills and, and uh, just enough to get by. Yeah, exactly. Very important, like you said, to be able to be to be proactive and, and really meet the needs. One great example, I mean, is this? I was I've been talking about it all day, but I was going to throw it out there. This walking with moms in need. Yes, you know, I'm able to because of the foundation and what you guys. I'm able to. Network with my, you know, Angela and Chris and and people in the diocese, and I'm excited about what's going on because you talk about a grassroots revival. I mean, these people are so excited when we go to these meetings, and they understand that you know what I can take this model and you know, 
form it for my community, my church, how it works best. But it's awesome because they're going there, they're excited, they're helping people in need, they're networking with the ministerial association, with other people in the community, with, with fraternal organizations. They're saying, hey, you know what, there's a need out here, let's help. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of idea that we want to have through the foundation. Well, we've got another segment here with Steve Schoens. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about a very specific event, Putt for a Purpose. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment here on Real Presence Live this morning. My name is Tim Moser, your host, coming at you from the Fargo Studios downtown between the Cathedral and the Railroad Tracks. Talking with my friend Steve Schoens from the Diocese of Fargo. Welcome back, Steve-O. Hey, great to be back. Thanks you know, Steve, I was just thinking over the break about the, when you came in, we shared with our listeners that, that near miss there off the chair. And I, I was impressed with how you caught yourself. How, who, who do you, you know, give credit to for that? Well, first off, to God yeah, and yeah. for the ability to stay on my feet. <laughs> but after that, um, I really got to say, it's my uh, old high school football coaches, Bruce Larson and, and Mark Brenner. Ah. Uh, you know, I remember, uh, you know, that I was a cornerback yeah. in high school mm-hmm. and because and, uh, I'm, I'm so lean and mean. You and, are. Oh, yeah. Cat-like. Cat-like <laughs> instincts. And, uh, yeah, without their assistance and guidance and uh, the training, the mm-hmm. training that they put mm-hmm. me through, 
um, and the and their belief in me. Of course, I would not have been able to write myself. <laughs> there you without go. Hitting the floor. See, so Bruce Larson, Mark Brenner, kudos to you guys for saving Shonji from a fall. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, speaking of cool things falling, uh, do you uh, do you golf much there, Steve? No, in fact, if I grew tomatoes, they probably come up sliced. <laughs> Barumpa, I like it. That's a good one. No, I, you know, I don't. I, I hit the links maybe two or three times a year, mm-hmm. and and mostly it's for a charity golf tournament. But you know, you've got an opportunity for people, regardless of their golfing status, from pro to a handicap of who knows what, where they can help out. Why don't you tell our listeners about it? Yeah, I tell you what, we uh, this is our sixteenth. Let's see here. Yes, yeah, 16th annual uh, Bishop's Charity Golf Tournament mm-hmm. is to support religious education, um, youth activities, seminary, and education in our diocese. And uh, we're so blessed because so many of these charity charity golf tournaments that uh, nonprofits put on have really fizzled out over the years. Mm-hmm. They've been kind of a dying breed. Ours have grown. Hmm. I mean... Uh, last year, we I think we had 35 teams. Wow. And uh, we maxed out of 36 because mm-hmm. that's all the golf course can handle. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just, it's held on strong. And in fact, we've grown uh, quite a bit over the years. Um, it's a fun time. Mm-hmm. The bishop is out there. Every team gets their picture taken with the bishop. Um, the bishop goes around and uh, drives a co- uh, cart on the course uh, nice. and says hi to everybody and thanks them for being there. But it's just a great time of fellowship uh, for the men and women that participate in this. And no, you do not have to be a good golfer because I have seen the golfers out there and uh, <laughs> there are no pros. But uh, it's it's just a great time. And then afterwards, we always have a, a, a nice dinner, a banquet uh, with some prizes. Mm-hmm. And we, we have a trophy for the parish mm-hmm. that is represented. Not all teams represent a parish, but mm-hmm. if they are representing a parish... We have a traveling trophy. Uh, this year is in Valley City. Last year, it, it, uh, the team from Valley City, St. Catharines, won. So mm-hmm. it's been sitting in their parish for the last year. Um, but they might have to give it up this mm-hmm. year if they don't retain the title. Exactly. And then, uh, and then, yeah, we have uh, uh, two plays in the gross uh, gross score division and mm-hmm. two places in the net score. Okay. So that's kind of like before and after uh, handicap. handicaps. Sure. Yeah. So. That's great. Yeah. And what, what's the date again? It's August 1st, I believe? August 1. Okay. And uh, shotgun start at 1230. Okay. And uh, that means that all these teams go out to various holes. Right. Some teams start on 14. Some teams start on, on 4 or what have you. And then they sound the alarm and then boom. They're Perfect. Off. Yeah, so that's why you only max out at 36. You could have obviously two teams at each hole for that shotgun start and then boom, off we go. Correct. Yeah, you know, I tell you what, play is pretty um, pretty good. Uh, these teams are not held up on the course, and uh, they they like I said, they start off at about twelve thirty, and most everyone's off the course by five. Um, this year, actually, we're we're actually doing something a little bit different. Talk to me. You know, we're we're going to have our banquet off site. So ah, okay. They're going to get off the course, and they're going to get into their cars, and they're going to drive about six blocks over to St. Anne's and Jokum. Ah. St. Anne's and Jokum in South Fargo has been so gracious to allow us to use our social hall and dining area. And uh, we're going to have uh, the banquet there. Mm. And it's going to, A, save us money. Mm-hmm. Uh, because And that will be more money to the charities that sure. this benefits. Yep. Uh, two, is a little more room mm-hmm. because we're always busting at the seams over in their uh, social area over mm-hmm. at the golf course. 
Um, and then and the three is that we're going to be able to offer more options as far as our food and and desserts and very nice, very nice. So maybe the bishop just kind of poked Father Father Meyer in, in the you know, hey, you know, I just gave you this new parish, so let's let's come over to the. Uh... <laughs> and I'm just kidding, <laughs> because Father Meyer used to be the bishop's secretary, you know. But anyway, oh, that's just, right. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 exactly. Director liturgy. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, you know, so someone might be out there saying, "Okay, how do I help?" If I remember it, you have like sponsorships, like the Eagle Level, uh, Birdie Par, so so people can also uh, help out financially if they want, and when they're registering a team as well, right? Right. You know, um, it's 150 bucks to to sign up uh, mm-hmm. an individual. Okay, yep. but if you uh, you want to sign up a team and and do a sponsorship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Eagle, which is a thousand, mm-hmm. and we're so blessed. I mean, I think we got thirteen Eagle sponsors wow. this year, very which, generous. Which comes with you know uh, four individual golf registrations, mm-hmm. and then you know dinner tickets and enough for spouses mm-hmm. uh, or a guest to come. Um, birdie sponsors the next one down, then par an individual, um, and if someone wants to be a whole sponsor, that's like hundred bucks. So there's lots of variations of that. If a person really wants to dive into the details, they can go to the Diocese of Fargo website and uh, just click on the Putt for a Purpose link. It's on the front page. Um, but uh, we are very, very fortunate. There's so many generous people in our diocese and, and beyond. We'll uh, occasionally get a check from someone just saying, hey, you know, I just would like to help uh, this golf tournament. And, uh, and, and, of course, the proceeds go... Again, to religious education, uh, youth activities, and seminary and education in our diocese, and so a uh, number of donations come in that way. So that's awesome. And can can they, can they give you a call too, or do you want them just to go to the website? Yeah, you know, they can go to the website, but no, they can give us a call anytime three five six seventy nine hundred, and uh, just ask for either Brenda or Steve, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we'll definitely help them out. And I think that's awesome, again, to, to give this opportunity. Again, we want to emphasize you do not have to be a skilled golfer to do this. It's going to be fun. It's going to be faith, fun, food, financial help, if you will, all those Fs. <laughs> um, but it's, it's an opportunity to be generous. And I forgot to mention. Oh, talk about that. I, I forgot to mention. I think this is about six years now okay. that we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. We do a drawing for a number of prizes mm-hmm. at the end of the event. You know, 25 gift card for mm-hmm. this or maybe a basket for that. But we always give away, the last six years we've been giving away two 50-inch uh, flat-screen TVs. Nice. And uh, I remember last year, one of the recipients was Father Pfeiffer. Yeah, out, Father out, Pfeiffer. Yeah. yeah, out in Jamestown. And he was just, bef- before he won, he was saying, we really could use one of those TVs for our, whatever it was, uh, social hall and what you know. Interesting. Yeah. You know what? I think I've seen that TV. You went on spoke there last fall, didn't you? I did too. Oh, right. It might be that TV that's up there where we spoke. Okay. Yes, that's but, right. I followed you. That was, <laughs> that was a tough, tough gig to well, follow I, you. Oh, my gosh. No, I <laughs> set the bar high. Well, it's all the Holy Spirit, my friend, as you know. Amen. Well, Steve Stones again, Put for a Purpose, August 1. Go to the Fargo Diocese website, or you can give us a call at 701-356-7900. Ask for Brenda or ask for Steve. Now, uh, my only thing I'm hoping now is I hope you can get out of here without taking a tumble, Steve. <laughs> I'm going to do it when the mics are off. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks so much, Jonesy. Appreciate hey, thanks, it. All right. Jim. I That's appreciate Steve having Jones. me. Absolutely. Put for a Purpose, again, FargoDiocese.org, and it's uh, happened on August 1st. Well, Mark, there we go. Two hours in the books. And, and, we, and we survived. <laughs> yep. That's great. And, and you, did an, you did an awesome job there. I appreciate that. Uh, is this your first time uh, going solo, or have you been doing uh, it for a while? I've 
done it a couple of times. You have. Okay. So Teresa Gould, yep. And you've just been working. You're, yep. you're, you're quite smooth. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So I suppose not just this show, but we have probably have some other shows coming up, I suppose, huh? Yeah. Uh, on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Father Bill Rule and Mike Kudrowski are your hosts, coming to you live from the DePores Barbershop in Dickinson, North Dakota. Paul Ellerkamp will share how, De- how the DePores Barbershop honors St. Martin DePores and spreads the gospel. Then, John and Jessica Carey will discuss how the Dickinson Catholic adults are building fellowship and community for people with the same goals to help each other get to heaven. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Well, that's awesome, Mark. Thanks so much. And how, how long are you going to be with us then? Uh, till the end of the summer. Okay. Now, do you have another year at Shanley or are you graduated? Or? Um, I'm going into my junior year. Okay. So you have two years left. Yep. Wow. So you'll, you'll be running the place here by the time next summer comes around, huh? Yep. That's right. So do you work kind of like with the productions there at Shanley too? Like, do you, you know, do you do? Yeah. S- okay. um, I do tech. Mm-hmm. And uh, this last year I was in a production, but. Uh, really? Okay. I help with middle school too, so. Oh, that's awesome. That must be a blast, huh? Yeah. That's very cool. Does uh, does Mr. Okay, I just know his first name. Ryan, does, does he kind of still run the, the junior high uh, productions? Um, I, I think so. Yeah, okay. I, uh, you don't know his last name? I, I, I know it. I know him well, but it's totally blank on his last name right now. Okay. Yeah, I think he does. Very cool. Yeah, because I mean, he's, he's got a background. He's, he's a hoot. That, that's awesome. Well, it's good that you're getting that experience. That's awesome. Yeah. You betcha. Helping out and helping out the junior high, too. Well, Mark, that's wonderful. We'd like to thank all our people here at Real Presence Radio. Like I said, Mark for producing, Therese for training, and all these kind of things. like to thank all our guests today as well. This is Real Presence Live, and until next time, I'm reminding you to please practice your faith every day. God bless you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.